You are listening to the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League, a Comedy Suplex podcast production available on anchor.fm slash comedy suplex. It's your host, the Peace Machine. Alongside me is my co-host, Mr. Dabble Dob. What's going on, sir? Just having a great day, ready to book our own fantasy promotion, take it very seriously. You know, it's time to start building to our version of WrestleMania, whatever that may be. It is. It is. We we've, we're on week. This is this is episode forty four. So it's probably like week like. I mean, because you know we do probably thirty eight or whatever. But we've probably got a this pay per view and maybe one or two more before we get to our version of WrestleMania, whatever we're going to call that. Do you have any ideas for where you'd like to take that biggest show of the year? It doesn't matter because whenever there's a guest on, it just screws it up. So no, just week to week, hey. I guess. Just like Russo, Screws it up. hold true Enhance for the first year. We, talk, we said we were going to book it like Russo week to week. So That's what we're doing. And on this show, we pretend that we have a fantasy. Or, no, we, we actually do have a fantasy promotion. It's called the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League. And our television show is Tuesday Night Turmoil. And once a month, we have a pay-per-view extravaganza. We are, is this the last week before the pay-per-view or is there two more? I think there's this one and one more. All right, this is this is episode number 44, so we'll do 44. Next week will be 45, and then we'll have the pay-per-view show. All of our shows come out Tuesday morning, sometime in the a.m., so you can check those out. Subscribe on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all those great places you can hear our wacky drones here. But So this is how it goes. Dabble Dab runs down last week's show, and then we give ourselves about 15 minutes to book this week's show, and then we take you through the action. Wow. Last week. On Tuesday Night Turmoil, in an incredibly inside angle, um, producer Rob from the Brian and Vinny show is feuding with Craig from also the Brian and Vinny show. And uh, Rob was undefeated for a month, and now uh, Craig is, has squashed him consecutively in an open challenge and then in a planned uh, match, right? Correct. Okay. Is there anything so, else going on here? Craig's name is Rusty C. Rusty C. What is this gimmick? He's just like crusty. Taz. Oh yeah. Okay. He's Taz, but you know, a rustier version. He's just okay. Tony Schiavone, the commissioner of the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League, he decreed that due to his win streak, Tommy Chompers, he's getting a TV title shot this week. Is that right? That is correct. TV. Who did he beat? Uh, this was just a decree. He just made oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the world champion Dirty Ron McDonald, he uh convened with uh, Bray Wyatt and the puppet master Kevin Sullivan. Yes, and in this meeting, um, McDonald was furious that Luchasaurus was not nowhere to be found, and they he was supposed to be carrying his bags, and looks like all of Dirty Ron's friends are are bailing on him except for Bray Wyatt and uh, Kevin Sullivan here. All right. We had the debut of it's sort of a new stable. It, it was a feud that turned into an alliance and now they're a, sta uh, a stable kind of against their will. Kevin Owens Jr. Uh, leads the stable of Kevin Owens, Velveteen Dream, and Michael Elgin, the brony. And they beat Disco Inferno, Elias, and Stevie Ray. Right, yeah. they were burying their old partners now. 
I think we should call them the bronies. Now they're all bronies? Yeah, I think we should go that way. All right. Or or the furries. I think you could do something like that, but it has to be like Kevin Owens Jr. like making them do it against their will, and then eventually they snap. Okay. Yeah, I, we could do that. All right, I got an idea. I'm sure you do. All right. <laughs> Roman Reigns, the big dog, um, he's out there with his uh, manager, the milkman, Chavo Guerrero, and he beat the hell out of Buff Bagwell. Yes, the debuting Buff Bagwell. Hot off of his independent show of the Dynamo Pro Wrestling League in St. Louis. He showed up on the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League and got his ass smoked by the big dog. All right. Um, we had a, Was it a Tracy Smothers promo? It was. It was uh, the, the similar style to Ric Flair going, be at your best. Be at your best. Be at your best. Tracy Smothers, number one contender. This is his last shot at a world title due to his advanced age. And he's got the world title shot at the next pay-per-view. He wants that uh, one last run. Then we had a, a pretty big match for TV. Matt Taven with uh, his mentor, Triple H, taking on... Uh, Shumino Umino with John Moxley in his corner. What happened in this one? Well, Umino got beat by it was a battle of the proteges. Mox's protege, Umino, the young lion and the shooter. He got bested by Triple H's protege, Matt Taven, and that is leading to a potential matchup at the pay per view. All right, and in the main event, we had Dirty Ron, the world champion, teaming with Bray Wyatt to take on Jeff Cobb and Samoa Joe, the former tag team champions. Yes. And in this match, the former tag team champions picked up the win, Dirty Ron getting pinned, and Bray Wyatt looking at him like, you ain't got it anymore. So Jeff Cobb pinned the world champion. Yes. All right, and that was the uh, that was the show. That was the show. So at this point, we we got about fifteen minutes to book another show, and then we're going to take you through the action. Got yeah. any thoughts? We we need something big here because this is like week three before a pay per view, and it's easy to get in kind of a lull because the go home shows next week. That's right. usually like where you hit the big notes. Yes. I should pull like a Game of Thrones and pull something big here. Like the main event's already set, right? It's Moxley versus Chompers for the TV title. Yes. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and put that at the end of the card here. So you wanted to do something with Kevin Owens Jr., right? Yes. I think we should get some sort of like Patton esque promo in the back where he's trying to hype up his team and he's like, Telling everybody what to do, and he was okay. like, "Elgin, okay, you're the you're the horse, you're the you're the workhorse in this faction," and he goes down the line, etc. I got. We won't open with that, but I've got it like soon after. So let's uh, let's go old school WCW. Let's open with a match. Who in our roster? We just signed Buff. Let's let's lead off with Buff, right? Okay. Like, like an eight minute walk out. He's posing. He's blown up. This would be a good time to bring out Victor. Oh, we kind of forgot about Victor. He he had been on a uh, a uh, no explode fueled oh. <laughs> losing streak. <laughs> All right, 
Victor's keep... manager is James Mitchell. Do you want to just drop James Mitchell or do you want to keep James Mitchell? No, let's keep him there. Okay. All right. So I think I like I want to I want to agent this map because now it's close to my heart now that Victor's in there. Okay. All right. And then we'll do the Kevin Owens Jr. segment. All right. Eat something with um. We need something with the world champion Dirty Ron and Tracy Smothers, right? Right. What what should so, be going on with those? Smothers has just been cutting promos, really. He beat yeah. Flip Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know I I think I think I'd like to see Dirty Ron come out and put a little spin on this, and cut a promo on, on Smothers, and and basically say, I want you to you know I'm going to give you this title shot. You earned it. You've been around the block. You know you've you've been in the game for a long time, but if you don't win it, you got to retire. What, they could do that. You love contract signings. What if we do a contract signing? Okay. Okay. So at the last, we'll do a contract signing, and then Dirty Ron will throw that stipulation in at the end. He'll have a lawyer out there. Definitely. All right. A team of high-priced lawyers. Okay. What's going on with the super group? Cowboy Kenny Omega, Double J, uh, Bill Goldberg, Billy D. Billy D. Williams, Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. They they've picked up a couple of wins, and you know they could. I think we should set them up to feud with the Bronies. Okay. So do they need to? Who's the who's the faces in that? I think the supergroup. All right. Well, the supergroup doesn't necessarily have to do a, a trios match. They could have no. a singles match. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need to get some steam on them. So, yeah, we, we need, like, Goldberg to have a, a singles match and just, and uh, you know, get a dominant win. All right. Goldberg versus who? Hmm. We could put... I don't know why I'm thinking of uh, the Baroness out there. Oh, we forgot about the Baroness. Yeah. Because right. he's he's kind of been on a losing streak and been trying to impress the the ladies, and they're not having it. How about we do our typical squash guy, Buddy Murphy? All right, yeah, and we haven't I, seen, and seen I'll eat this match because I got an idea for it. All right, but, all right. So back to the Baroness. That's Ginger. Yeah. That's uh, Baron Corbin, Corbin wearing a dress, yes. and he used to team with Ginger Mahal, the crossdresser known as the Gender Bender. Yes, as we all know. Ginger was transformed via an evil coin into a vending machine himself. At which point he was car. hit by a car waddling across the street. By a drunk Jim, Jimmy Uso. Yes. And then we didn't see him since. We know that he was shed, sent off to a machine shop. Yeah. So so what's Baron doing while he's still at the machine shop when he's traveling around with us? What's Baron doing? Yeah, like, the Baroness. Yeah, Didn't he he's, beat the shit out of all three of those women. Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, that's right. That's right. He beat he beat down his his hoe package. <laughs> he beat down the hoes. Maybe he should he should dump the cross dressing gimmick and come out and cut like a rage rageful promo. And people would love that. Yeah, did maybe he can start shitting on the LGBT community. Just go full heel. Yeah, just turn him heel, and and we'll bring we'll bring back the 
you know, we'll uh, maybe tease something that the that the gender bender's coming back and he doesn't like doesn't or the vendor bender's coming back and he doesn't like that he he beat uh, down those women. He's got to cut it on L, you know, he's got to cut it on the LGBTQ and robots also because right, LGBTQR. Yeah, because that's how we tie in the the vendor bender. Right. Okay. I got Baron promo written down. We'll go for right. later. Um, what's Matt Taven and Triple H doing? They uh, Taven picked up the singles win last week. Yeah. They hmm. could be involved in the finish somehow. Yes, I was thinking that they should be involved in the finish of the main event. There's also, the Milkman and uh, Tommy Chompers out there. I don't hmm. want them up. We got Roman Reigns. I was thinking Reigns would be involved in this finish, too. What a finish. What a finish is this shaping up to be? We we could do something where where we end up with a, a clusterfuck finish. We get no decisive winner in the, in the TV title main event. And we get uh, a six-man for next week or something with Taven and Triple H. And uh, Moxley? No, I don't know. I'm lost. All right, then let's just stop on that one and move on to okay. AJ Styles. Okay, yeah, we haven't heard from him in a minute. Because somehow he got turned into a. He's, he's voyaging to find the edge of the earth, right? Yes, yes. The earth is flat. Right. He got out of the hospital. He did? He headed right for the harbor. Right for the harbor in Boston. And Luchasaurus is on the boat with him, right? Correct. And we haven't, we didn't hear from them at all last week. Maybe we don't even hear, we didn't hear from them all at all last week. No. Wow. Maybe so we, we did have a again. I, not hear from them again. Maybe. Did did you did you like what was pitched to us by by Mr. Craig? Yeah, I think we should go with it. We should play it slow. What? Okay, here's what you do. All right. We, we got to bring Shaq back. Okay. And Shaq is at, like, you know, the um, Navy headquarters in Annapolis, right? And he's, like, manning a radar system. Okay. And he's like, I found him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, keep, I forgot. This week's set of TV, this week's TV tape is in Anchorage. Well, we, we via satellite, we sure in Annapolis. I would love to see Shaq in like a like a naval like naval dress clothing, you know, like that like that tan. He's you know. in. Yeah, he's in it. He's in it. And he, he's joined the military and he's he's already ranked up to a well, officer. Well, you know, he can he can uh, grease a few palms, you know. Sure, sure, he's a millionaire. Okay, so um, what about Rob and uh, Rusty C? Do they oh, yeah. Anything? Yeah, they they need to, you know, Rob's cut two promos on Rusty C. Maybe it's time for Rusty C to to tell us why he's here. <laughs> okay. So many promos this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need some wrestling. You know, so I was thinking about how what we we're gonna do for the main event, and we pitched an electrified cage match for the main event of our pay per view. Oh, we did. Yeah, I remember because you you watched that one, oh, that one Norman Smiley. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, 
you watched that Norman Smiley series and then you somehow got to an electrified cage match with who was in it? Uh, Hayabusa and I forget the other. Oh, right, right. So, you know, I, I think we should do something that involves some sort of electricity at some point so that we can have a, a reason to electrify a cage. I think Chompers and Reigns could eventually have a, a match like that, and it can be like the dog fence, electrified dog fence match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that could be at the pay-per-view. All right, so we'll mix some of that shit in. All right. Okay, so um, I think that's enough for one week's worth of bullshit. Like, there's not a lot of wrestling, but um, there's a lot of bullshit. So I think it evens. <laughs> okay. All right, we're gonna figure out. We're gonna figure out what happens here now. Are you ready? You got it all written down? Uh, I got the gist of it. All right, we got the gist. That's about all we. That's the best we can hope for here. <laughs> all right, let's ring that bell. We start off this week. Is Victor already in the ring, or has Victor earned an entrance after all these years? No, he has to be running down to the ring. All right, Buff's already. No, Buff gets the entrance. No, they... Buff gets the entrance. Victor's already in the ring. You're right, because Victor's thing is he runs after the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just now drinking his pre-workout. Yeah, and he's got um. Who's he got with him? Professor James Mitchell? Professor James Mitchell, yes. He He's formulating a new pre-workout this week. We get like the old like Superstars inset promo. And Professor Mitchell is like, I formulated a new pre-workout this week with extra ingredients specifically to destroy the stuff. And so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love it. It's like... Stuff uh, busting power. Yeah, so yeah. Buff finishes. He's already blown up. I think we we put Victor over him. I think so. What's Victor's finisher now? As it, he's all, all amped up. Like his veins are bulging from the pre workout. The No Exploder. Oh, No Exploder Suplex. Yeah. And Victor, man, he's pumped up. He gets the win. He's shaking. He's yeah. to the back. Sprints to the back, absolutely. Then he, he's got so much leftover jitteriness, he just like gets on the treadmill for like another thirty minutes. I like to imagine the ref goes to raise his hand, but he's just gone. And like yeah. the camera pans, and they got the graphic up with the winner, Vaney Victor, but it's just a wide shot of him running up the ramp, <laughs> like a cloud of dust behind him. Or he uh, could do like that. The Fred Flintstones like pitter patter. The dust's a little over the top. Okay, sorry, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, maybe it's pre-workout powder. Ooh. It's like a pre-workout powder dust, and then the crowd gets extra amped. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck sweetening the crowd. Let's just get them all tweaked. <laughs> all right. I, I threw a curveball here. Rusty C versus Norman Smiley here in a, a technical battle because Rusty C... You know, he knows all these shoot holds. And uh, Jiu-Jitsu Rob comes to ringside, and he sees Norman Smiley try to put the hammer lock on. Rusty C knows the counter. He goes for the chicken wing. Rusty C knows the counter until he just sort of falls on him and pins him for the three count. He's not going to have a Kanta Hajime finisher? I don't know. His finisher can be whatever, but I like to just imagine, like, Smiley goes for a bear hug and Rusty That's C great. falls on him. 
That, that's really good. Just the the avalanche collapse. Yeah, he just he uses his uh, low center of gravity to yeah. stop it and counter it, and that's a great pin. Full mount, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's tough to get off. We got to get out of full mount when there's a big boy on you. And then Rusty C gets to cut his promo after just demolishing Norman Smile. All right. He's like, you know, you talk a lot of trash there, producer Rob. Everyone's all impressed with your production skills and technical savvy. Well, I got technical savvy inside the squared circle. And my name may be Rusty, but I'm sharp as a tack right now. And so I'm going to challenge you to a match, two out of three falls at the pay-per-view. And I promise to beat you two straight falls. I think... Like, Rob, he came down, and he's just, like, shaking his head, like, no, no, no. And the crowd's like, yeah, accept it, you pussy. And maybe since he has his white gi on, like, you see, like, a big yellow thing, like, in the crotch. (laughs) And, like, he pisses his pants with fear, and he, like, runs to the back. Okay. All right. Kevin Owens Jr., he has command of his troops. He has his mom at his side who all three of the other men desire. Michael Elgin, he's like a a brony who pegs people. Uh, Velveteen Dream and Kevin Owens, the original husband. And uh, they're under Kevin Owens Jr. command. So you wanted to turn them into like their own gimmicks? What was this? Their own like furry gimmicks, yes. Each is going to be a furry now? Yes. We're going to keep Michael Elgin as the the brony. Okay. And we're going to make Velveteen Dream into Garfield the cat. Okay. And then we're going to make Kevin Owens into... He should have his own gimmick. If, if one's a brony, one's a furry, Kevin Owens should be his own thing. Right. Maybe he should be the San Diego chicken. Um, That's kind of furry, though. Yeah. Oh, Blue Man Groove. Wait. <laughs> Okay, you got you got me now. He's he's just a blue man. He's just pissed. Yeah, he's blue. He's got a blue jumpsuit on, and you no, know, he can't. Painted. All right, yeah, he's painted blue. Yes, you're right. And he can't talk, and he just has to do lots of rhythmic things with like you know trash can lids and PVC piping. I I think Velveteen could embrace sexy Garfield. Okay, Elgin was already into the brony shit. Yeah. So Kevin Owens should just be pissed now. Like, not only is his wife left him for his son, he's blue. Yes. And his son's like, he's like, Dream, have I got something for you? You like, you like the cat. You like, you like beautiful pussy. (laughs) (laughs) This is like an eight-year-old boy. (laughs) I think we decided nine. But yeah, and he, uh, you know, he's cutting his promo and then he's like, and dad, I don't want to hear anything from you. I know you got rhythm because, you know, for a white guy, you're going to be blue man. I don't know. We know the end result. Okay. Yeah. How we get there is not that important. Goldberg, he gets the, uh, the super, what is the super group? What kind of music would the super group play? I mean, they got a cowboy, they got a lean country, they got a cowboy, then they got double J. And then they also got Goldberg. That's yeah, like country doo-wop. It's mostly country, though. Yeah. A yeah. little doo-wop influence. Yeah. You know, 
I can't, I can't think of an example of a country song off the top of my head, but should we just make Goldberg a cowboy? Yeah, we should. We should just make Goldberg a so? cowboy. Yeah. So like no story. He's just a cowboy now. And we'll call him Slick Willie D. Williams. Just Slick Willie. <laughs> All right, Slick Willie. All right. So Slick Willie <laughs> versus Buddy Murphy. And here, here's the twist on this one. Okay. After the big name change, all the hubbub, Buddy Murphy, he's tired of doing these jobs and complaining on Twitter. He just shoots on Goldberg. We do a work shoot, like a Vince Russo work shoot. Maybe, Ru- no, Russo's not there. And Buddy Murphy gets the three, and then he just fucking, like, gloats. Buddy Murphy gets the win? Buddy Murphy gets the win, and Goldberg's pissed because he hates to lose because he takes this shit seriously. Damn, okay. I like it. And Slick Willie is pissed. Does he get his heat back and just destroy Buddy Murphy after the match? Uh, you think he should? Nah, we should we should keep Murphy strong. Look like a little dickhead, yeah. Yeah. All right. Baron Corbin promo. He's gonna bury uh, robots and gay people. Go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear a dress, and I used to identify as a female. But I have discovered that I am not a female. I am, in fact, a male. And I have no tolerance or no patience for those who are confused. And, Vendor, I'm talking to you. You turned me into a a cross-dressing Momo, and now I'm out (laughs) here to tell you, I don't care what you are. Machine, man, bro, sis whatever you're not my friend that's for damn sure and i'm tired of it and i don't care where you are or what you're doing i'm gonna meet you in the center of that ring at the pay-per-view coming up damn it's, it's hard to talk it's hard to talk about to bury the lgbtq community <laughs> <laughs> i'm so i'm so pro all that like yeah i know is it yeah. so is it um, is he back to wearing like the vest and the slacks or like what's he wear now? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's back to being the the, the uh what the hell was he? The Baron. No, he what was he was the the, 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 the British cop. The Bobby. The constable. The constable, yeah, that's what he was. He was the constable. Yeah, he's back to that's constable so court. Alright. Tony Schiavone's out there. We have a contract signing between the world champion Dirty Ron McDonald. I assume he's got Bray Wyatt and Sullivan with him, right? Oh, yeah. And Tracy Smothers, he's all out there by his lonesome. He's got mm-hmm. his satin jacket on, though, but he's still got, like, no bottoms on. Sure you know, his daughter's not out there? No, let's drop the... Du- we have one incest angle going. I don't want to have a second. Okay, all right. Um, contract signing. So how's this one go down? Ron's out there and he's like, you know, you've been around the block. You've fought up and down the coasts all across the globe. You've had a hell of a career, Tracy, but you never won the big one. This is your opportunity. But just like, but just like uh, Anchorage, (laughs) the people here in Anchorage, you're going to blow your chance. Just like they blew their chance at becoming, I don't know, Oil tycoons. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, 
Fuck, I got off the rails there. Anything um, other than Eskimo trash. Yeah, right. You're going to blow your opportunity, just like these guys, just like this Eskimo trash up here in Anchorage, Alaska. And when you do, I'm not giving you another shot, and I don't think the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League should let you back in the squared circle. You're done. I want you to put it on paper right now. If you don't win, your career is over. And I got my lawyer right here. He's going to add that clause to this contract ASAP. If you don't like it, no deal. Tracy Smothers, he's just pacing back and forth. Eskimo trash. Eskimo (laughs) trash. I hate racism. And he just starts chopping Dirty Ron. He starts backdropping Dirty Ron. And he lines him up. We've been putting over that big left. It can knock anyone out. He, he throws it just about an inch from hitting Dirty Ron right on the chin. And he bails out of the ring along with Bray and Sullivan. And then Smothers, after vanquishing Dirty Ron, he fucking signs the papers. He says, it should be like he goes for the big, the big left hand, right? He goes for the big left hand. But Bray grabs Dirty Ron by the feet from outside the ring and yanks him out like saves him. That's fine. Yeah, I like that. Bray saves him. I mean, no one can withstand the smothers left. No. It's a, that's a known thing. All right. Correct. We we go to a satellite shot in Athlis, um, Maryland. Shaquille O'Neal is manning the radar. And uh, I like to imagine, like, Another like sexy lieutenant walks up with like a cup of coffee and she's like, You've been at it for hours, Shaq. Maybe you should take a break. He's like, No, I'm gonna keep on looking. So, like, <laughs> he's still got the radar out there. And like he yawns, he's like, One more spot, baby. And he looks and he, he gets a ping. And so he's like, Enhance. And it, like it zooms in a little bit. He's like, Enhance. It zooms in. And you just see, like, AJ now, and he's just on a raft, and it's just him and Luchasaurus, and they're, like, very sunburnt. And he's like, I gotta save my buddies. And you see Shaq just, like, bust the hell out of there. Damn. That was intense. That was intense. I, I channeled Shaquille O'Neal. It felt good. You did. That was a good, that was a good uh, impersonation. <laughs> All right. Big main event here. I'm sure it's going to turn into a clusterfuck of the century. Champion, TV champion, John Moxley. He's facing the rat, the man, Tommy Chompers, Tommaso Ciampa. He's been on a big win streak. He earned a shot at the prestigious TV championship. One-on-one, 20-minute time limit. What's the story of this match? You're the agent, Peach. All right. Uh, hmm. I don't think we should put the belt on him. Okay. Uh, I want to keep Mox hot, make it look, but make it look like Chompers, like you know, is a viable contender. But we need to get the big dog in there. We also need to get the Sovereign in there. Okay. So the, the match can be the story. Of the match is, uh, you know, Chompers keeps getting close. Doesn't know what he has to do to finish him. Looks like he's got him beaten, and the big dog takes it away from him. Okay, how about... Yeah, I like that. The big dog runs in, and I think, like, Mox should, like, clothesline him off the apron. Okay? Okay. Then you get Triple H and Taven run in from the other side. And this is as we're, like, after Chompers has almost put him away, almost put him away, almost put him away. Chompers 
clotheslines Taven and Triple H off the other side. Then yeah. Marks goes for the Death Rider and hits it, but they're both fucking exhausted. So then Marks goes for the cover, Chompers kicks out. We're at like, you know, the 1930 mark now. Everyone's trying to interfere. They fight him off again. Chompers hits, what's his finisher? The the brain gnaw. He starts to gnaw his brain. And right before Marks can tap out, we hit the 20-minute mark, and it's a, a time limit. Time limit draw? A time limit draw, and he retains the TV title. Okay. But they helped each other fight off the uh, other dudes. Right, right. And then we, could we get the Sovereign in there at the end? Or nah? You could have... That, that gets crazy. Yeah. You could have Joe and Cobb come in, and they just trash uh, finishers on Chompers and Moxley. Yeah. Because they want the tag team titles back, and the tag titles are on Triple H and... They're on Moxley and uh, Shooter. Oh, Moxer, Moxley and Shooter. Yeah, that's right. It was okay. But that is a very convoluted, that's like a very TNA finish. So That's all right. That's what we're aiming for. At least I am. Absolutely, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, I mean. We had a vending machine hit by a car. A run-in's not going to break my heart. (laughs) I mean, what are we supposed to do? Just book like seven matches and just be like, all right, Steve's (laughs) over, Daryl's over. Yeah. Yeah. So that that gets uh, everybody else involved. Cobb. Cobb needs to look strong, so maybe he gets it on Moxley. He hits the Tour of the Islands on Moxley, and Joe can get Chompers. Okay. I like it. Yeah, so Cobb last week pins the world champion this week. He kind of buries the TV champion. Yep. Going to be hot. Going to be a hot pay-per-view. All right, boom. That's the uh, show. So next week will be the go-home show, so we're going to have to try to top this one. I don't know if it will be that difficult, but we'll try. Right, right, yeah. So we'll we will check that show out next Tuesday Tuesday night turmoil. This has been the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League episode number forty four. Go back to the archives and listen to all the first forty three shows. So you know what in the hell we're talking about and all the build up to the next pay per view. If you have an idea for a pay per view name, you can tweet to us at DabbleDob at Peace Machine or at Comedy Suplex on Twitter. Where wherever where all the social media is, find us there. Let us know you're alive. We want to know who the hell is listening to our show. God damn it. You agree? Maybe. Maybe. But we'll leave you with our final three words, as we always do. Professor James Mitchell. Go prep. Oh.